Welcome again to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel. We are on lesson number 12, and this is day number two. What a journey we're beginning this week. Last week, it was all about persecution and being attacked. This week is ho-hum, day after day in jail, as we talked yesterday. I forgot to read the memory verse. <laughs> it's found in Acts chapter 26, verses 29, verse 29. And it says, uh, Paul responding to a, a as we will see, a, a king, Agrippa, saying, whether quickly or not, I pray to God that not only you, but also all who are listening to me today might become such as I am, except for these chains. Paul was a diehard missionary, truly till the very last breath he would breathe, he would seek to expand the kingdom of his Savior, Jesus Christ. And one of the things that Paul could say during his speeches, uh, is, as you read, there's a lot of richness. Like I said, this lesson is tremendously powerful for those of us that may feel limited. I myself can relate to what I said in the episode for yesterday's lesson. Um, in regards to being in jail, my church knows very well that I felt in prison for 20 plus years because of immigration, not being able to finalize my papers in this country and being under the undocumented or better known as illegal status in this country. And there are many other ways that we may feel limited. Yet, before I got my green card, I experienced the change that this, the lesson alludes to on Sunday. And I'm not going to talk about everything. Again, I want you to make use of the links that you'll see. If you scroll underneath the, the podcast, you will see some links. So you can read the lesson right away. Right now, you don't even have to type anything. Just tap with your finger. You can tap with your finger and download the, the whole lesson uh, in your iPhone or your Android phone. Uh, or order a hard copy. All the links will be provided for you in this podcast. But... What did God give me? What did Paul have that allowed us to speak and have influence, to speak and be heard and to be missionaries, to really feel passionate about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And at the very end part of uh, Sunday's lesson um, for September 16th, and don't let the dates limit you. You say, oh, this is not for today. If you're listening to this today, this lesson is for you today. Um, it tells us to read Acts 24, 16, where Paul says that he strove always to have a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. And the question is, what does that mean, to have a conscience void of offense towards God and towards men? What, if anything, would have to change in order to say the same thing? Well, for me, it's, you know, he's speaking about the conscience. And there's a verse that I memorized early on in my Christian experience. As I was coming back to the Lord and California learning massage. And I want to share it with you. It's 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. And there we read Paul telling Timothy, But the goal of our commandment is love from a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith. Three qualifiers that Paul has for uh, the results of his teachings. And one of them is a good conscience. And what is a good conscience? Well, a, what, what is a good smoke alarm? That's the best way that I've explained to people throughout the years as a Bible worker and as a pastor. What is a good conscience? You can answer that by thinking of what is a good smoke alarm. I don't think you need to think too hard. A good smoke alarm is a smoke alarm that when it begins to pick up um, particles, uh, where, where it begins to pick up the, the element of smoke in the air, 
um, after a certain level of concentration, it will go off. Now, I know that some of us have been annoyed. I know when we first moved to this country in Argentina, they didn't have smoke alarms. Smoke alarms was your grandma screaming because, you know, the kitchen caught on fire. But here you had these little gizmos called smoke alarms. And my mom would boil things sometimes in the winter in Pennsylvania. And the the moisture, the humid, the vapor, the steam would uh, condense in the kitchen and the smoke alarm would go off. So we have to open up the windows, you know, cool off the entire apartment that we had spent so much money trying to warm and to get all that extra moisture out of the kitchen so that the particulates could um, dissolve, dilute themselves in the air. But boy, were we thankful we had a smoke alarm when my mom forgot a pot with peace soup um, in the oven, beans and peas. And we could see the whole thing charcoal in there. We, we forgot. I don't know what we were doing. We just remember hearing that loud beep. And we ran into the kitchen. It was full of smoke. We were able to uh, turn off the oven, first of all, wait for it to cool off, and then put everything else in the sink. Our entire apartment, the entire building, and we, had, we were living in row houses. That whole row house could have caught on fire. But thankfully, a smoke alarm worked. The conscience, your conscience, my conscience, is a good conscience when it goes off in the presence of sin, when it goes off in the presence of pride, arrogance, selfishness, idols, etc., etc. How's your conscience, right? Because I, I know that um, one of the temptations, and we did this um, a, when we were in our second house, and uh, we realized we shouldn't have, and we repented, and we put the battery back into the smoke alarm. We took it off. We were annoyed by this thing. I think it woke us up one night. Um, we don't know really what set it off, but it just started beeping, 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 and woke the entire house. And uh, we took the alarm off, the battery off, and end of problem. Well, that's not a good alarm, smoke alarm, any more than it is a conscience that is ignoring the voice of the Holy Spirit. And Paul says that, the focus of his letter to Timothy and really the focus of the entire scriptures is designed to keep a conscience sensitive to the voice of God. And you need to be sensitive to the voice of God before you commit, before you yield, before you experience the overpowering uh, thrust and attraction of uh, temptations. But just as importantly, I believe, is keeping your conscience sensitive should you slip, should you allow the enemy to deceive you, um, and drag you in, in temptations into sin, um, God's Spirit still speaks to you then. And the Spirit of God will tell you, you need to pray. And you should not ignore, you should not take the batteries out of your smoke alarm in your brain. Listen to the voice of that Spirit. It is the Spirit of God calling you. And I want to share with you in closing a prayer, a prayer that I prayed many times, still do, in regards to the conscience. It is the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, Jesus says that it is the Holy Spirit that convicts us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. This is important. The Holy Spirit is the, the, the power that alerts us and our conscience. And our conscience needs to be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit. In Psalms 51.10, which is the most well-known part of that psalm, David says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and listen to this, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you and I on a moment-by-moment -moment basis, second-by-second even, because you have an enemy. 
you have an adversary that knows your weak areas and he's after you from the moment you wake up in the morning even while you are asleep so a good conscience is a conscience that just like a good smoke alarm it has a nice fresh battery in it every morning you and i need to bend our knees before our father in heaven and say father give me your spirit today create in me a clean heart give me a steady spirit a steady committed mind towards you and today lord give me of your spirit and you can go to go to the lord with a promise jesus told us if i'm willing to give cornflakes and if i'm willing to give bread and spaghetti to my children even though i'm not that good of a person how much more jesus says will your father give you the holy spirit to those who ask ask for the holy spirit that your conscience may be good